Coming to you from the middle of the country, a new voice in politics, a show that is breaking away from the two-party system. In the Middle, with your host, Justin Staten. Good Monday morning, everybody. Welcome to In the Middle, the show that bridges the gap between politics and reality. I'm so happy that you're here with me this Monday morning. Happy President's Day, by the way. I, uh, For some of you, this might be a three-day weekend. You just might be chilling at home with another day off, and if so good for you. Those of you that had to go to work, I appreciate uh, you keeping the wheels moving in America today. Thank you so much for your sacrifice while the rest of us enjoy a three-day weekend. We we do appreciate it, and we appreciate your sacrifice. <laughs> anyway, all kidding aside, uh, welcome back to the show, guys. I'm, I'm super happy you're here. Had a great weekend this weekend. Got to uh, take some time off, spend time with the family. We actually went up to Cleveland this weekend uh, to, to watch... Uh, a basketball game between the Cleveland State uh, Vikings and the Wright State Raiders. The reason is my my wife played basketball up at Cleveland State, and so we went back to check out a show, and we took the kids. And I got to tell you guys, and is, the reason I'm bringing this up is Cleveland State's women's basketball team, keep an eye on them. They they were sharp, and you know they've had a really good season. They're on the brink of winning their conference, and, and if they do, they'll, they'll probably get a bid for the NCAA women's tournament. And I don't think they're going to be – I don't think they're going to be like a one-round team if they make it into the tournament. I, I mean, I could see them being a two-, three-round team and messing up some brackets. And I, and I know, you know, not everybody fills out brackets, you know, for the women's tournaments. I get that. Everybody's usually focused on March Madness with the men's tournaments. But if you're into women's college basketball, which, you know, even my wife has a hard time watching it on TV. She loves going to the games. But uh, so I get it. Uh, but, man, they are a team – to watch and if if you're somebody who's you know in Ohio now that sports betting is legal and again I'm not condoning sports betting I'm not saying to, I'm, not, I'm not condoning that I'm so don't take it that way I personally do no sports betting I don't gamble I don't do anything like that um, but man if you're if you're one who does I put money on Cleveland State it's women's basketball I mean they are they are tough now they'd probably get a lower seed potentially obviously because they're not a major conference. But man, they they were sharp, and it, it was fun to watch. They they are a fun team to watch. They score quick, and they move the ball quick, and they've got some some good post players who have some pretty good post moves. Which my my wife, she was a post player, so she really really enjoyed watching the game. So it was really cool. Uh, so anyway, guys, I, I digress. I'll move on with the show. I, I'm really really glad you guys are here. I've gotten some more feedback on the show, and all the feedback has been wonderful. Thank you so much. The good stuff, the bad stuff, telling me you know what you like, what you don't like. I greatly appreciate it, and thank you for sharing the show. You know the the amount of listens has gone up, and the downloads has gone up, and 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 I really appreciate that. I couldn't do it without you guys. And my commitment to you is to just make the show better and better, and bring you the information that you need to hear, not do what the mainstream media does and just tell you what they want you to hear and program you. I won't do that here. So the more that you provide feedback and share the show and give it ratings and reviews the more people that can find it. And we can build this coalition together to really start changing things in America and, and getting away from the uniparty and the two political party system, et cetera. So thank you. Thank you. And keep doing what you're doing. It, it, it means a lot and it will make the show better. And on another note, real quick, my voice is a little cracky. I may have to clear my throat a couple times. I promise I will move away from the microphone when I do that. I don't know if it was from the yelling this weekend or what, 
but it, it it is a little shaky and you may hear like little pauses and that's probably me muting the mic so I can clear my throat. I, I apologize, but I, I when I record these guys, I just go straight through. Like I leave all the, the crap in it. So uh, there's no post editing or anything like that. And it's really a lead up to start doing live shows. So I wanted to practice just doing live shows. Um, so nope, no post edits, no nothing. We just rock and roll. So, you know, having the weekend off and, you know, being what we, we spent time in the car, we drove up to Cleveland, you know, it gives you time to think, you know, the kids were kind of in the back watching their videos and, you know, playing games on their iPads and their phones, just trying to stay busy. It's, it's two and a half drive up to Cleveland from where we live. And it gives you time to think, you know, I got some time taking some podcasts, uh, which is one of my most favorite things to do when I have free time. And it also gave me time to think. And I guess the one thing that I wanted to talk about today, and this this will be a quick show. This will not be a normal format show. I'm not going to go over current events. This will be a quick listen. Is you know, I wanted to I, I wanted to talk about how I want the show to be positive. And you know, I was taught growing up that nothing gets fixed by simply complaining about it. And I don't want this show to be all complaints with no solutions. I'm also not saying I won't complain on the show from time to time because I will. And I, I, I think, you know, I need to share the frustration and I, it, we have to talk about the things that are frustrating. And, you know, I have to share with you the ineptitude and woke ideologies in our government. It's so important for you to understand what's going on. Um, but the thing that we also need to do is offer solutions. And I want this show to also offer solutions. I know in a lot of episodes, I'll tell you guys, you know, stop donating to the Republicans. Stop donating to the Democrats. Stop. If you got money in BlackRock and Vanguard, get your money out. Put it somewhere else. And that's great. But we need to provide solutions. We need new institutions to be created in order to do that. So I just want you guys to know that this show is not going to be, you know, all negative all the time. There, there are going to be those components because we have to talk about them but we can't just complain about the things we don't like that are going on with no solutions to fix them and things are bad in america right now but it's not all doom and gloom i still have hope for america i still believe we can fix the issues that we have i believe the majority of the country are still freedom loving americans we just have to get busy taking action and coming up with new solutions. Now, there's no doubt that there's definitely a lot of crazy going on. And I, and I think the amount of crazy is so much so soon that it seems like the country is kind of like ripping apart at the seams. It, to be honest with you, it is. It is actually ripping apart right now at the seams. And if we don't get involved soon, and that includes you listening, getting involved and getting active and, and, and having a voice, it will not end well for those who want freedom in this country. It won't. It is ripping apart at the seams. We can pull those seams back together and we can sew them back up and strengthen them. And strengthen them. But it is going to take everybody, to include you, getting active. You know, we're in another election cycle. And this, this election cycle is for local and state offices. I know in Ohio, you know, I can't speak for every state, but I know all the states are very similar in their cycles for elections and what offices are up for election every cycle. 
And right now, we're, we're coming up on another cycle. You may have missed the deadline to run for an office, which I believe was in Ohio this month and other states. It could be other months. You may still have time. It could be the end of February. I don't know. But consider getting involved. If you're listening to this right now, consider getting involved. We need you. If you're a freedom-loving America who believes in freedom principles and will reject woke ideologies and see them for the crazy that they are and the racism that they are and, you know, the, the authoritarianism that it is and that they typically are, put your hat in the ring. Run. You know, part, part of the show is, is not to just bring you the events and not to bring you perspective as other pe- uh, from other people, but it's to build a coalition around the idea that we can, we are still the majority of this country. The majority of this country are freedom-loving Americans who do not believe in authoritarianism and, and, and will root it out and, and, and eliminate it at all levels. So get involved with some of your local elections. Run for city council. Run for the mayor of your town. Run for the school board. Run for county commissioner. All of those offices matter. They make a difference. And I know life is busy. I get it. Trust me, I get it. I run 100 miles an hour every day, all day long. So I get it. I get what it's like to work a job, get the kids to school, get go to your kids' school events, all the sporting events and the choir concerts and the parent-teacher conferences and the sleepovers and all this, and I get it. While maintaining a home, usually helping families. Sometimes we have to take care of elderly parents. I get it. Life is busy. And it will be hard to put yourself out there and try to make a difference. But I, I am, we need people like you. If you're a freedom-loving, principle-based American who rejects wokeism and, and, and authoritarianism, please put your hat in the ring and run. Please. Because... Th- the woke ideologies are running. They're taking over school boards. They're taking over city councils. They're, they are running amok of our country. And they're destroying it, guys, because their ideologies don't work. They're divisive. They're cor- cor- corrosive. And don't work. Any, any policy initiative or any ideology that creates division and disparagement will fail. So get involved. I, so, you know, how did, how did we get here? And I, and I want to spend a little time today talking about how did we get here? How did we get to, you know, crazier, crazier? It's kind of like the old movie Dumb and Dumber. But now it's crazy and crazier. And I think how we got here is an overcorrection of previous wrongs. And what do I mean by that? I mean that in our, in our history as Americans, we have some wrongs that needed to be right. And, you know, we've had, for example, <clears throat> and we had slavery. <clears throat> we had Jim Crow. Women in this country, you know, not that long ago, 120 years ago, couldn't vote. Couldn't, couldn't even cast a vote in America. So sexism, I, I mean, it's, it has been, there's been a lot of wrongs, and I, and I know I'm not hitting them all. You know, you know, the disability of, you know, American citizens with disabilities. You know, they, they used to just be 
on an island by themselves with no help and, and no guidance and, and no aid. So we've, we've had a lot of these wrongs, LGBTQ, gay marriage, right? And I know I won't hit all of them, but those are the, the ones that get the most press. And for a long time in this country, the people in those areas that I just mentioned, if you were a minority, if, if you were a, a gay man or a gay woman, you were marginalized at one point in America. And we had to fix that. Because all Americans are Americans. And all Americans are free. And we had some extreme ideologies back then too, guys. Jim Crow was an extreme ideology. Telling gay people they couldn't marry one another, you, you can't love who you want to love, in America of all places, was wrong. It was extreme ideology. And we set out to fix those. And we did. And I think anytime you have wrongs in America, it, it feels like what, what happens is we have this overcorrection to fixing the problem. And I think that's what we're seeing in America today. You know, when you look at the, the transgender movement and when you look at CRT and all of that, I think that is nothing more than an overcorrection to the problem that was solved. Let me, let me give you just an example of why I think this is the case. Let's just pretend for a second that you are a man who growing up your whole life, you thought maybe you were a woman and maybe you went to somebody with that and said, hey, I, I think I might be a woman. And you were marginalized. You were probably put in the corner. You were told, eh, no, that's, you know, that's crazy talk. You know, let, let's get you some therapy and work through that. But you couldn't let it go. So someday you grow up and you become an adult and you decide, no, I'm a, I'm a woman. And I'm going to live my life as a woman. As an American, you should have the right to do that. Do I agree with all transgenderism? No, not necessarily. I, I, and let me clarify that. Not necessarily meaning, not as it pertains to children, okay? But as an adult, you're an American. You have the freedom to live whatever life you want to live. That's America. Freedom for all. But let's say you're that person. And your whole life you felt marginalized. You felt disadvantaged. You felt like nobody cared. And they pushed you off into the corner. You know, there's thousands of those stories, well, then someday we get to the point where we, we talk about equality, right? Equality. Remember what equality was the word that all liberals and left people on the far left used? And they were actually correct when they were using it. Equality. Now it's turned to equity, which is, again, Marxist communism. It's racist. Um, it's all the things bad. It's divisive. But equality for all. And we got to the point where we kind of fixed that and we stopped marginalizing those people. And so now you, you, you can be openly transgender. Openly. And it's acceptable. Now, in our society. But because the wrong was there in the beginning, now we're seeing this extreme overcorrection. This extreme overcorrection to the point where those people who felt marginalized and put in the corner now want to push everyone else around them because they feel like, you know, I've got a little bit of authority now and power and I'm, I, I can be open about this. So now it's time to go back and, and make everybody be okay with this or succumb to this or use my pronouns or whatever. And that is an overcorrection. It's like the pendulum swung 
so far in the opposite direction that it becomes an overcorrection where now we're fighting one extreme ideology with another extreme ideology. And guys, our freedom stopped being free to the point where the things that we're doing and the choices that we're making begin to infringe on other people's freedoms. And I think that's the biggest issue that we're facing in America today is this huge overcorrection. And it's on it's unfortunate that that we're overcorrecting on everything. It's the same with, you know, CRT and 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 all of it. All the woke ideologies are nothing more than overcorrections to previous wrongs. And growing up, I also learned that two wrongs don't make a right. You cannot fight extreme ideology with extreme ideology. But those are the fights that are being fought. And it makes me wonder why. Why are we trying to fight an old, outdated extreme ideology with a new, updated extreme ideology? Why couldn't we just be happy with the victory for equality and take our victory lap and celebrate as Americans that we did right? That we took what the founding fathers wrote down in these documents for us hundreds of years ago and we're constantly making things right. We're all People are equal. All men, all women, all everybody, all mankind are equal and free. Why couldn't we just take the victory lap and call it a day and celebrate the win? But instead, we find ourselves fighting extreme ideologies with new and updated extreme ideologies. And it's not sustainable and it won't work. And it's ripping our country apart right now. But you know what? I still have hope. This weekend, I got a chance to listen to a podcast where a conservative and a liberal talked. And guess what? They were actually friends. Imagine that. (laughs) It's still possible for a conservative and a liberal to be friends. And I mentioned this before, and I'll keep mentioning it. We need good conservatives in this country. We need good liberals in this country. We need good libertarians in this country. And it was really, really awesome to listen to the podcast. And it was, it was soothing almost. And maybe, maybe that's a crazy word to use, but it was soothing to listen to two people who are friends who have two different ideas of their politics. One was conservative. One was a classical liberal. His words and classical liberals, I almost, it's almost like they're like dinosaurs, like they're extinct. I don't even know where they're at anymore. Classical liberals, where are you at? You know, you were the ones touting equality and freedom of speech, just trying to figure out where you went. But he's a classical liberal. And this was on uh, a pretty conservative from what I was literally the first time I ever listened to this podcast. I literally was. Uh, we were driving down the road and I said, you know, I, I, I want to just Google. Um, and I do this from time to time because in an attempt to make the show better, I, I listen to other, I began listening to other political podcasts to see, you know, how do they do their intros and all that good stuff. So I just did a simple search for, you know, political podcasts. And I came across this uh, Rubin report with Dave Rubin, who's a conservative. And he had his friend Peter 
and Bogosian, and I'm, I may be butchering his name, and if so, I apologize, but his liberal friend, Peter Bogosian. Now, the thing about Dave Rubin is he's a conservative, but he's also a gay man who's married to a man, but he's conservative. He has conservative values and principles as it pertains to the government. He's got a few liberal uh, policies or principles, but he calls himself a conservative. And he brought his friend Peter on, who's a liberal, classical liberal. And they had a really good talk. And the talk was about woke ideologies and how far they've come and, and how both conservatives and liberals need to reject these woke ideologies for the same reason that I just mentioned. Because you cannot fight an extreme ideology, an old outdated extreme ideology with an, a new updated extreme ideology. doesn't make any sense. If you guys get a chance, listen to the show. I'll actually put a link in the show notes at the bottom of this um, for that show so you can go listen to it. It's really, really good. And they dive into a lot of ideas and concepts. And if, if it's been a while since you've heard a conservative and a liberal get together and talk and, and see that the, like the world doesn't actually implode or fall off its axis and, and throw everybody into outer space, uh, it, it, that, that, doesn't, as, that doesn't actually happen. Like, go listen to the show. Um, you'll see that, that that can take place without the world imploding on itself. And it was really good. And their talk was interesting in the sense that they're both totally against wokeism and the, and the two-party political system. And I really loved how they framed their arguments against both wokeism and how the two-party political system is so inept and so divisive and creates divisiveness, things that we talk about on this show all the time and how it's not sustainable. And it really doesn't work. It's almost an, another outdated ideology that should be eliminated. And I loved how they framed it all. So please, if you get a chance, go listen. But I'm going to kind of quickly go over some of the themes of what they talked about. And one, one quote that I heard, and this was from Peter, the, the classical liberal, said, Wokeism is a universal solvent that will destroy everything it touches. And we have to reject it at all levels. We, we almost have to adopt a zero-tolerance policy on these ideologies. And the reason is because when you really look at woke ideologies... And, and the way they framed this was so good, and it really kind of opened my, the, the articulation that opened my eyes to, yeah, that's, if you had to boil it down to a word, that's woke ideologies. And the word that they, they boiled it down to was authoritarianism or authoritarian. Like, if you really look at woke ideologies, it's authoritarian in nature. Because what do woke ideologies say? Either believe the ideology... Or you're wrong. You should be canceled. You should be punished. It doesn't allow for individuals to have their own thoughts. The freedom to think how you want to think. Because woke ideologies say, no, you have to think this way. And if you don't think this way, something's wrong with you. If you don't agree with me, you don't get a voice. You don't get a say. You get fired. You get put in the back of the room. You get canceled. You get shadow banned on social media. And guys, that is nothing more than authoritarianism. Authoritarianism. 
That's that's the that's the type of ruling dictators use. And that's really what this boils down to. You have to ask yourself, do you want a model of freedom and freedom to say and think what you want, or do you want a model of authoritarianism? Where you better either think the way they tell you to, or your life will forever be damaged. We will take things from you. It's the same as like CRT, and we talked about this last week. CRT is a model of equity is, we're going to take from these people and give to these people based off of skin color. It's racist. It's authoritarian. And if you don't agree with it, well, you're in trouble. You must agree with it. It erodes our ability to have sovereignty of our mind, which we've also talked about. So we have to almost stop the zero tolerance policy with this stuff. It cannot be used to enact policy or laws or be a part of our education system in our country. Now, what I'm not saying is free, free speech can also not be infringed in the process, right? Because if, if you believe in our, our constitutional values and our freedom principles, freedom of speech is first. So people can spout these ideas all day, every day that they want to. Let them. Let them spout woke ideologies all day long. It's their right. But where we have to draw the line in the sand and where we should all be okay drawing the line in the sand is you have the freedom to do and say all this stuff. But where we got to draw the line here is, guys, is that we're not going to use these ideologies to invoke policies, laws, and dump it into our education system. We're not going to do that. Because we already know the ideologies in action are authoritarian in nature, which is a violation of our constitutional rights. So you have the freedom to say it, but we know that the action and the implication of your ideology infringes on other people's rights. That's why it cannot be used to enact policy, laws, and education. It must be rejected at all levels. Because you cannot fight one extreme with another extreme, guys. It's not how you solve the problems. Woke ideologies, guys, here's the good news. Can, are, they're not sustainable. Woke ideologies are not sustainable. They actually delegitimize themselves. How do they delegitimize themselves? Because they're divisive. They don't work. They pit people against people. They have an authoritarian tone. Do it or you'll regret it. That's not American. That's not freedom-based ideologies. And, and, and it's, it's so obvious that I'm not sure how people can who believe in freedom can actually say these things out loud, these principles, these woke ideologies, and not realize that what they're spouting is authoritarian in nature. Do this or pay the price. It doesn't make any sense. It delegitimizes itself because they are the antithesis of progress. Woke ideologies are the inverse, the exact opposite of what we need to progress in America. So they will fail, and let's let them fail. 
And a lot of people are saying, and they, and they talked about this on the, the podcast, well, how do we solve this problem of all these woke ideologies? And the way they framed this was brilliant, and I totally agree. And the solution that Peter brought, the, the classical liberal, says, well, my solution is burn it all down. Not physically. Like, let's not go, you know, blow things up and light things on fire. But figuratively, burn it all down. Let these institutions burn to the ground. Because we already know woke ideologies are not sustainable and will delegitimize themselves because they, they create a divisiveness and an authoritarianism that, that people will reject. And people are rejecting. And I know many of you out there are rejecting this. And that's a good thing. So let it burn. Burn it to the ground. And any attempt to actually solve the problem will just slow down the burn, i.e. their failure. So any attempt of, of trying to solve the problem it will just slow the burn. Let it burn out. So the solution to this is to the ideological capture, which is what woke ideologies are, is they try to capture your ideas, your freedom of, your freedom of, of speech and your mental sovereignty. But the, the solution is not to create an opposite ideology, right? Because one extreme ideology does not fix another extreme ideology. Just simply defeating the extreme ideology is the only thing that defeats extreme ideology. You can't fight fire with fire. So let it burn. So we can't just solve it by creating an opposite ideology, guys, which is what we're seeing, right? We're seeing a, a lot of people creating alternatives that are on the other end of the spectrum. You know, Patriot Mobile comes to mind. And again, I'm not taking a shot at any company here, but, oh, well, we're the, the conservative mobile phone carrier. Well, we won't censor you. And, and, and that's great. And they have extreme ideologies. They're not extreme ideologies, but a, a far opposite ideology, which, you know, that could, the pendulum could swing back hard that way. And I think that's my fear right now is that with this woke ideology, the extreme pendulum has swung so far to woke ideology that, man, when it swings back, you know, we can't, we can't fight this with another extreme ideology, guys. Or it could get bad really quick. But the idea, the solution is to create institutions that are truth-based. Institutions that are truth-based because the other thing that woke ideology has created, because, because they delegitimize themselves, they're not legitimate. So because they're not legitimate, they have to lie. They have to lie to you to get these ideologies into the mainstream, to get them into your schools, to get them into your companies, to get them into your corporations and communities. So they have to lie because they're not legitimate and they know they're not legitimate. So our solution to fighting this is not to fight for an opposite ideology. It's to create new institutions that are truth-based and that have genuine intellectual diversity. That's the only way. 
these institutions will burn themselves out. These political parties will burn themselves out. The more they adopt these extreme ideologies, the more we should let them burn. Stop supporting them. Stop supporting universities and colleges that, that have these extreme ideologies. I, I get your kids might want to go to college. I get you may want them to go to college. But send them to a college that actually does not have woke ideologies on their campus, in their curriculum. Let them burn. Figuratively, guys, figuratively, if you're just coming in on this portion, I'm not advocating to light anything on fire, like literally, figuratively, let them burn. Let these political parties burn. Let the black rocks of the world burn. Let the vanguards burn. Go a different direction. Let's, let's promote, create, invest in institutions that are truth-based. And that put a premium on genuine intellectual diversity. Let's do that instead. Let's do that instead. I have hope still for America. And I hope you do too. But if we want to get serious about making America better and progressing as a country, if we want to get serious about making change, your answers are not in the Republican Party and Republican rhinos and cronies and, and, and all these career politicians. Your answers, guys, are not in the Democratic Party. The answer is in you, us, together. I believe in America because I believe in you. Because in my everyday walk in life, I meet the most amazing people from all walks of life, from all skin colors, from all sexual orientations. And you're all amazing people who are being lied to and manipulated and indoctrinated far too often. For what? For power. For money. And I still believe in America because I believe in you. All of you. And I believe together we can make the difference. So let's start rejecting this at every level. Let's get back to all being happy to be American. It is okay to be proud to be an American. Because of our diversity. Because we take all of us from all walks of life and we all come together to fight for freedom. Let freedom ring. But we can't do that by creating new, updated ideologies, extreme ideologies. Let's just eliminate the ones where we see them and invest in new institutions that are truth-based and believe in intellectual diversity, genuine intellectual diversity. That's the solution. Let the rest burn to the ground. Anyway, guys, that's all I've got for today. Super glad that you were here. I'm super glad that you tuned in, and I hope you took something away from it. If you did, please share the show. Leave me a rating and review or a comment wherever you're hearing the show at. I promise it'll make the show better, and I can't wait to be back with you guys here tomorrow. Until then, guys, have a great American day. Take care.